0: Depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is 4th Down in the Steel City with your hosts Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. Welcome back, 4th Down in the Steel City, Greg Finley filling in for Adam Crowley and Colin Dunlap. I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to just reflect on the passing of Franco Harris this week. You know, when I saw the news on Wednesday, the first thing that came to mind was the timing. And I've heard I've heard this from a lot of people, but that was the first thing that came to mind. I mean, he knew that they were gonna have the Immaculate Reception fiftieth anniversary this year. The Steelers announced that they were gonna retire his jersey number at the game against the Las Vegas Raiders on Christmas Eve. And so, you you know, he was looking forward to this. He's been on the radio. He's been on TV. He was just on TV a day before his passing. And I'm just, I'm saddened. I feel sorry for the family because this was supposed to be a celebration for Franco Harris, the immaculate reception anniversary and it's completely turned to sadness. And, uh, you know, I just, I can't believe it. When I saw it on Wednesday that Franco Harris passed away, just days before the Immaculate Reception anniversary, him having his jersey retired on Saturday night. And that's just really sad. From everything I've seen and heard on The radio and television, Franco was a great guy. Cared about the community. Cared about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin was asked about him and said, you know, I didn't know him as a player, obviously, but as a human being, he was a great guy. And that's what he'll be remembered for. It's not for what he did on the football field as much as the human being that he was. So prayers go out to... Franco Harris's family and um you know I hope that the this what happens on Saturday night when they retire his jersey number and they go through the immaculate reception once again for the 50th year anniversary that there will be a big crowd for it Steelers and Raiders will be playing a football game on Saturday night going to be a cold one it's going to be a really cold one we're looking at two degrees at kickoff time and it's going to feel like zero so if you are going to the game you better bundle up can the Steelers continue to turn this season around I mean this was a team that was dead in the water at the beginning of the year, at 2-6 and six at the bye week. They've turned it around. I get it. They're 6-8. and eight. They're looking at a possible losing season if they don't win the next three games. But if you were to tell me at 2-6 and six that they would win four of the next six against the Saints, Bengals, Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Panthers, you know, I don't know if I would have believed it. But that's the kind of team that these guys are. They're never down and out. They never give up. They never have a rebuilding season where, you know, they're putting a one and twelve and one season together like the Houston Texans. They're not that kind of team. So I'm expecting the Steelers to be ready for this game, to win this game, and to continue on the path of, hey, they'll be at seven and eight. They got a shot at still having a winning season. The Vegas Raiders, 6-8 and eight as well. It's been a weird year for them. With well, a couple of games they should have won that they completely let get away from them. A game where they got blown up by the Saints, 24 to nothing. Uh The game against the Cardinals, which was just insane. Where they let Kyler Murray and Arizona... Score 22 unanswered in the fourth quarter and overtime to win that game, 29-23. It's been a weird year. This was a team that had some high expectations. They went and got Devontae Adams. They had a good quarterback in Derek Carr. They had a good running back in Josh Jacobs. They had a good receiver in Darren Waller, but his injury really hurt them because they didn't really get much of Darren Waller this season. But they had high expectations in the the, uh, AFC West where Kansas City comes out on top, no questions asked. They lose Tyreek Hill, it didn't matter. Kansas City still won that division, no problem. But Las Vegas, they've been a disappointment. They really have. They were supposed to be a lot better than a 6-8 and eight football team. For the Steelers, keys to victory. It starts with getting a lead. When the Steelers get a lead... They're able to control the game the way they want to. They did it against Carolina. They get a touchdown. The game is up 7-0. Carolina ties it. Steelers get another touchdown. Steelers get another touchdown. They're up 14, and they're controlling the game the way they want to. Do you remember that that drive in the third quarter? I'm looking up at my TV thinking, wait a minute. Did Carolina have the ball and punt? Did they go three and out? Is this the same drive? It was. They went 21 plays. They took almost 12 and a half minutes off the clock to open up the third quarter. That's unheard of. Can they have another quarter like that where I'm not expecting them to go 12 and a half minutes with the football, but if you can limit the Raiders' Offensive possessions, limit the amount of time that Josh Jacobs is gonna get the football, limit the amount of time Devontae Adams, Darren Waller are gonna run for passes and you know make plays. That's huge if you can do that. And it starts with running the football. You kill clock, you run the ball, they sold out for they sell out for the run, and that's whenever you work in the pass game. Deontay Johnson had ten catches for ninety-eight yards last week. He was the big he was the difference maker. Has Deontay Johnson taken a step forward? He didn't drop the ball. Has he taken a step forward where, you know, if they sell out on George Pickens with double teams or double coverage and Deontay Johnson is open, you can get him the ball, and he'll make plays with his legs and he'll be a good check down option whenever you gotta throw the ball. So, you know, I think Deontay Johnson took a step forward in last week's game. Can you trust him? You're going to have to because he's become wide receiver number one with how these defenses have taken George Pickens completely out of games or limit his touches, limit his opportunities to get open. I'd like to see the Steelers take a shot. Take a shot once in a while. You know, you're know you going to run the ball a lot with this weather. Run a play action. If they sell out for the run – Take a deep shot, George Pickens, down the field. I can almost guarantee that Las Vegas is going to do it with Devontae Adams because they always do it with Devontae Adams. They take the deep shot. New England did a great job covering Devontae Adams on the deep ball. He only had four catches for 28 yards. I mentioned that in the segment number one. I'm not expecting that to happen again, but you got to limit him as much as you can because he is a weapon and he will burn you. He's played in this weather. He's played in Green Bay his entire career until now. He knows how to play in this kind of weather. Uh, I think the Steelers will win this game. I've, brought, I've mentioned that. The spread's two and a half. I think they cover that. I've got the Steelers winning this one 20 to 13. 20 to 13, the final score. Uh, Najee Harris. I'll say Najee Harris gets a touchdown, and I will say Pat Fryermuth gets a touchdown. Two field goals from Boswell. Twenty to thirteen. My final score prediction. And so that would put them at seven and eight with an opportunity to still finish above five hundred with two games left, both in the division, against a Baltimore team that doesn't have their starting quarterback right now. And a Cleveland Browns team, let's be honest, we have no idea what they really are. But I've been saying it all year long. Each time they lose a game that they shouldn't lose, this team should be in a playoff picture. Are they a playoff team where they're going to win win a game? I, I don't think so. I don't think they're a team that can beat, go into Cincinnati and win, go into... Buffalo or Kansas City and win. I I don't think that's going to happen at all. But I look at some of these teams that are in the hunt or that are in the playoff picture right now and I think the Steelers are a better team than you know Miami. Miami has taken a huge step back as of late. I don't think the Dolphins are that good. They got Tyreek Hill. Okay, fine. You take him out of the picture. What are you really? The Steelers should have beat them. They made mistakes, the interceptions, it hurt And that's why they lost that game. When you look at teams that are in the hunt, New England, Steelers lost to the Patriots. They shouldn't have. They're a better team than New England. Jacksonville, ugh. It's a slippery slope. The Jaguars have been, you know, they're getting lucky that Tennessee's been playing so poorly that the Jaguars are still in the conversation to win this division, which is insane. The Jets, the Steelers lost to the Jets. They shouldn't have lost to the Jets. They're better than the Jets. Come on. Mike White or Zach Wilson, they're not better than Kenny Pickett. Stop. Las Vegas, I don't think they're better than the Steelers. Cleveland, I don't think they're better than the Steelers. These are all teams that are ahead of Pittsburgh right now. And if the Steelers just win two games, it looks a lot different at eight and six than it does at six and eight. That's gonna do it for me. I've been filling in for Adam Crowley and Colin Dunlap here on fourth down in Steel City. I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully talk about a win as the Steelers take on the Raiders on Christmas Eve.